Coming up on TMS, the age-old tradition of beating your mom. Where's my diamond bracelet, Brian? Frozone pizza. Where's Elmo? Smells like me in here. Totos for pee-poo. <laughs> Marijuana poisoning? Gonna check snoops.com. Popcorn covered in bubblegum. All the sample ladies. All the sample ladies. Wee oui, wee, oui, poo-poo and ha-ha-ha. Oh, very French. I hope you like this book more than Bill did. There's no joy in that con. Thick, wet quality. DJ Khaled to English Dictionary. Evoking the ick with some September. Gift, regift, and misgift with Wendy, and more on this episode of The Morning Stream. Toilets and boilers, boilers and toilets. Rush that one boiling toilet. Fire me if you dare. And it's neato. The Morning Stream. Get your Italian loafers out of my bedpan. Hello and welcome to TMS. It is the morning stream for December 8th, 2022. I'm Scott Johnson and that's Brian Ibbett. Hi, Brian. Well, hello, Scott. How are you on this fine, thir- windy <clears throat> Thursday? Well, today, we so we got like two feet of snow overnight. And, oh, uh, really? Okay. Yeah. Wow. So instead, so I had this plan. I had a grand plan because oh. yesterday I was like, the snow has melted. I will get up early and take Rainer for a jog. That's what I'm going to yeah. do. And then I got up and saw it was two feet of snow. Rainer barely fits in that snow. So I said, you know, I'm not doing that anymore. <laughs> Instead, I'm going to do a 45-minute uh, treadmill, treadmill piece of business. Cool. And I nice. did. And I started watching that uh, while I was on it, watching that Pepsi documentary about the Harrier yeah, well, jet. Yeah, dude, where's my Pepsi? Yeah. Whatever it is. It's yeah. really good so far. Yeah, I'll bet it is. It, I, from, this, from the looks of it, it reminds me of the McDonald's... Um, Yes, uh, the the HBO you know, the monopoly one, uh, thing. Yes, exactly. Is that called? Uh, I don't know. All I can remember was uh, the any- FBI agent who got <laughs> who was in the meeting for such a long time. He got hungry twice. <laughs> it's possible this is the same producer directors. I don't know because it feels oh, really? it feels okay. just like that. It feels exactly Big like millions. That. That's that's what that one's called. Cool. It's really good though. So if you're a kid of the late '80s and '90s uh, and you want to hear about a thing that I didn't even know happened, this is not news to me. <clears throat> it's fascinating and uh, also uh, they, they get to interview a uh, supermodel um, who was the Pepsi supermodel I forgot her name uh, oh uh, I don't know uh, the good looking I didn't know there was a Pepsi supermodel she had the mole on her cheek she's standing by the machine oh that'd be Cindy Crawford Cindy Crawford's probably. in it and she still yeah. looks incredible for her age uh, yeah yeah. I don't know I don't know who she made a deal with but uh, wasn't she was she with uh one of the Baldwins for a while, a Billy Baldwin, or was it just for that movie that I'm thinking that she was with Billy Baldwin? <laughs> Maybe they ended up together during the filming or something, but I don't Fair know. Fair game, yeah. Maybe there was just the movie, I don't know. She didn't yeah, have much but, of an acting career. There was a couple things. No, no, she really didn't. Because she did one where she was accused of killing Tom Selleck. Yeah. And then that. she had that Billy Baldwin fair game thing. Yeah, which was supposed to be kind of basic instincty, kind of, ooh, Ooh, yeah. very lascivious new things going on in this movie. But she was she was really good in that black and white uh, George Michael video. Oh yeah, that was great. Yeah, gotta, gotta have faith. No, I don't know what movie. Or game it was movie, uh, it was uh, Freedom ninety, I believe. Ah, uh, Freedom that one, which had a bunch of had a bunch of uh, uh, supermodels of the time. Linda Evangelista was in that thing. Oh, was um, that the one with their heads all changed and they? They they're all singing and they and they shake their head and now he's a guy with an afro and they shake nope, his head again. That was Michael Jackson's Black or White. Oh, that's it. <laughs> 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 oh. 
I've mixed them up. <laughs> I've mixed them Around up. Around the same time, though. So you know what? One like one probably followed the other on uh, on MTV back when you were watching MTV and they were showing music videos. I will say this: I thought I always thought that that video, Michael Jackson's video, Black or White, was yeah. really even today is yeah. technically impressive. It really is, yeah. And we all had that morph software. Right. At least I did on my Mac. Oh yeah. Uh, and uh, no, that was that was so it was so well done. Like the it doesn't look like like morphing. Mm-hmm. Un, sadly, unlike the uh, the Godly and Cream video for Cry, which was the first time I saw morphing get used, and it uh, you know it was an early technology. It doesn't sure. look as good for Godly and Cream. Yeah, we can't. We can't play. Even though that. I love that song a lot more than I like Black and White by uh, Michael Jackson. Yeah, that thing's popcorn. Popcorn covered in bubblegum, that song. Yeah. I, don't, I don't like yeah. it. Uh, well, anyway, we're here. We got a show to do. We got a few things to talk about. Um, yeah, we do. I just want to give a quick thumbs up to. Actually, I'm a little. I'm both annoyed at Costco and happy with them at the same time. <laughs> okay. Here's why I'm annoyed. All right. Uh, play your. Play your uh, don't you. Do you have oh, your, yeah, uh, I have a thing. Sure. Let's, yeah. let's register a complaint. Where, where did I put that? Yeah. Uh, Oh, it moved. I did move some things around. Hold on, let's I see. I moved uh, complaint woman. I did move it. Uh, you know what? I'll I'll wing it with something else. How about um? Okay. Uh, here's here's Brian saying yeah. Yeah. Okay. So there's that. <laughs> so I'm annoyed with um, <laughs> I'm annoyed with the Costco because they got my wife in a way that it annoys me. So she they have these puzzles, these massive puzzles that some company makes and they're like 10,000 piece big oh, old yeah, huge we, puzzles. Didn't we talk about them on the show that they we were did. like yeah, and you bought them all separately and you could join them all together and make yeah. a 30 foot puzzle or yeah, something. Yeah, and they were huge and we, and we talked about how does anyone have space for that, you know, that whole thing. Right, right. Exactly, well, they also yeah. have smaller versions. I think these are 1000 pieces and they're just okay. nice art things where it's like oh here's the valley of here's the salt lake valley they have some local stuff and they okay. probably do this at costco's around the country so if you go to virginia there'll be something with virginia and probably whatever colorado has a red rocks puzzle or uh you know in fact that'd be perfect because the way they do it is almost like where's elmo style so it's oh, like okay you know, you know where's waldo what <laughs> you mean it's not tickle, tickle me tickle, tickle me, me waldo? waldo yeah it's not tickle me waldo weird <laughs> Cabbage Catch oh, Adults. I made my red and white hat fall off and I dropped my cane, my uh, walking stick. I, pro- I, I jogged off all my recent memory. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, you're absolutely right. So it's it's Where's Waldo? And it's that weird okay. skewed perspective where the idea is to show um, a, a prominent landmark, but then it's full of little people, but they're not really in proper perspective and they're kind of cartoony and it's tons of them. You know what I'm talking about? That kind of yeah. mural. So it's a photograph, but they've they've put little people on them. So I don't even know if it's a photograph. Yeah, I think even the artist, oh. the background's still art. Oh, it's just still, yeah, okay, so just painted. a style. I don't even know what to compare gotcha. it to, but it's hard to explain. Anyway, I can see them doing that with Red Rock in 100%, so they probably do. So it's a thing, you know, you're like, oh, there's yeah. uh, Mount Baldy or here's, you know, Lake Powell or whatever. Sure. They have one that is Costco. Literally, the interior of a Costco oh. <laughs> with a bunch of okay. people walking around and they got, yeah. you know, a little area, a little lady in a stand that's giving you samples and there's a... Oh. Perfect. Checkouts okay. in the hot dog area and all this. Just the whole thing there, in a big... Is there somebody fighting at the entrance about wearing a mask? 
<laughs> they sold out of those in 2020. They're all out of those. Bummer. Okay, darn. It's, uh, it's I'd, unfortunate. I'd buy it in a heartbeat if that was the case. Yeah, that, actually, I would too, because that would be a great little memento of the time. Mm -hmm. But yeah, oh, yeah, is the toilet paper aisle completely bare? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and they have, you know, uh, SD cards that use 60-pound packaging for a single SD card, things like that. <laughs> right. Giant plastic containers that yeah. have a single SD card in them. Yes. They may as well have, they have the TV section on this thing, and they may as well have a little version of me there staring at them, because that's where I go when I go there. <laughs> that's, your, that's my go-to. But anyway, Just pick me up here when you're done. I'm yeah. going to keep going back to the sample lady for uh, little pot stickers, and I'm going to uh, watch TV. Sounds really good right now. Yeah, so, those those pot stickers at, at uh, they, they make them good. No joke. They're yeah, which joke. which leads into my 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 compliment. Oh, but my okay. complaint is the damn uh, puzzle. I thought, well, that's dumb. Who would buy a Costco puzzle of Costco? That's dumb. Yeah. We're not doing that. Yeah. That's dumb. <laughs> Yesterday, I'm looking under looking at the gifts that are about to go under the tree. Somebody's getting the Costco puzzle. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm annoyed. I get it. You know what? I I would seriously buy that for Tina because uh, she loves jigsaw puzzles. Oh, really? Like, That's cool. Yeah, she's she's totally in jigsaw puzzle. The one that we have up on upstairs that that is next on the uh, list is mine. I'm doing one that is a. It's um, put together by a guy who does these really intricate or did them for a while, Master Theorem, these really intricate puzzles right. online. And they were like part trivia, part puzzle. You know, you had to know something about the thing that he was talking about, but then you also had like um, connections that you had to make to solve a, a, an overall puzzle. Sure. And he did a... Um, uh, he did a jigsaw puzzle where once you put it together, then there's a puzzle within the puzzle that you need to solve. And so that's my that's my next solve is that one there. That's pretty cool. I like that. Yeah. It makes me yeah. want to make one, do like a art mural or something, then have it made into a puzzle. The thing is, I don't actually enjoy, I don't enjoy doing puzzles. But I was going like to say, you don't like puzzles. So this feels like I don't. A I don't hate them, but I just find myself drifting off and rather do something else than put that together. I feel like... like, um, like those kinds of things are great when you've got a movie that you you've seen a bunch of times like you know the christmas vacation or something sure. like that right sure. ah let's put on christmas vacation i'm gonna do a puzzle i could look up on the parts that i know i want to see every you know every time and then uh um, that's a good point you know what i should I, i'm gonna i'm going to have if this puzzle somehow for me because i didn't ask i don't know yeah who this is for <laughs> it might be, <clears throat> no kim, kim knows you well enough to not get that for you right i would think, think so unless else? unless she knows because yeah. i did make a big stink about it when i was in the store and saw it and went this is yeah. so dumb i can't believe it. it's like getting walmart to make a puzzle like why would you do this and she may oh. do this as a joke because i'm not expensive it's like 10 bucks it's like this cheap thing yeah so I don't know. If it's not for me, fine. If it's for me, then yeah, maybe you, you settle down to a thing that can just sort of play in the in the rear there. Mm -hmm. uh, in the background, I'll say instead. And <laughs> in then the rear. And then a little the, rear play. A little rear play. And then went and then Kim and I can ch chill out and make Costco people. Oh my gosh, I can't stand the sight. No, jeez. Yeah. All right. There now uh, that's just, my complaint. I, by the way, just oh, yeah. check the website, themastertheorem.com. Uh, and um uh M, the guy who's created it, he's the the uh, uh, eponymous? What's the uh, what's the? Oh, he's uh, he's Ray Fines. If he's M, he's 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 M, right exactly. Or he's <laughs> just took over <laughs> for Judy Dench. The song pop yeah. music. Um, <laughs> uh, anyway, he you know he's a uh, uh, secretive dude who created this. Has turned them all into a, a collection of books. Oh, so, um, that's cool. I think, and I think I might have that first one because 
He sold it last year for Christmas, and I've got it somewhere over here, and I need to solve it. Very nice. And by yeah. the way, the one kind of puzzle I'd want of this would be yeah. this style, the same kind of art, top mm-hmm. view, not not uh, not proper perspective, chibly looking characters and stuff. I want an arcade. Oh, that would be a great one with actual real, you know, not fake made up machines, but right. like I want to see a Sinistar and a Battle Zone and a 1941 and Missile Command. Exactly. Now I could make this myself. It would take a long time, mm-hmm. or. I could, uh, in a few months, maybe ask an AI to do it, and it'll poop it out in five seconds. <laughs> Probably. Yeah. That's the sad part. Yeah. yeah. I don't love that. All right. So that was your Costco okay. complaint. That's now my complaint. Here's Costco the good compliment. stuff. So we grabbed, they have these cauliflower crust pizzas, which, you know, we get sometimes at uh, over there at the, the Mod. Mod? You know? Yeah, I love those. So those are good, better than you'd think they'd be. And so we thought, well, all right, why don't we try that? So Kim grabbed a couple of these. Uh, this was like a combo style or whatever and the thing with costco food items i've found anyway yeah they are really picky about quality and they will not put crap up on the shelf and when i worked with costco at a company i worked for i had to do some artwork for some packaging they were so picky about stuff Hmm. just really careful about quality and it had to be just right and if it didn't meet their standards they were going to deny it i mean they were kind of hardcore about it and so it doesn't surprise me but i took these things home these are just frozen pizzas stick them in the oven deal Oh my gosh, they were good. Really? They oh, were so good great. for what it was, especially. But also, if I didn't know any better, I'd say, who made this? This is a ama- this is a really good pizza. Huh. So I don't even know the name. I think it may just yeah. be Kirkland, honestly. Well, as you say, if you get but you get it at the oh no, you get them in the back in the frozen area, right? Yeah, the frozen the frozen yeah. zone. Okay. Somebody had recommended them to us and they said what you do is you cook them like they say on the thing, but then you do broil for the last five minutes or something. Uh, crisp, crisp them up the, nice. Uh, yep. Yeah. And then we played this my test game while we ate them and uh it was so oh my gosh, you guys. Seriously. I'm not saying you gotta go run out and get a Costco membership for this, but I'm just saying if you yeah. already have one, grab a couple of those pizzas. They're great. They're very cool. Good. We have a Costco membership, and I sh- I shall go there and do that. I um, I've been wanting to try and make my own cauliflower crust. You know, just use a ricer. We ex- <laughs> coincidentally, actually, we had cauliflower last night. Tina made this soup that um, we've made a few times. That is cauliflower, kale, oh. cannelloni beans, oh. uh, onions. Uh, there's no so meat good. or anything in it, and it is so good. You'd swear it's like this is you know got to be fat. Soup and no, it's just that's like perfect for this time of know, year and everything. Fifty oh. calories a bowl or something like that. It's just so uh, yum, so yum. good for you. I want. That. Um, anyway, so uh, I've been wanting to do like try and make my own cauliflower crust, crust or cust or cust. Sure. Ever yeah. since I saw it was uh, on the John Favreau the Chef Show, and he and Roy Choi were hanging out with a director. And dang it, if I can't remember the name of the director, film director. Um, Movies. Yeah, Favreau, Choi, uh, cauliflower crust. Um, but but uh, Gwyneth Paltrow was there, and oh Robert Rodriguez, there it is. Oh yeah, um, okay. And cool. uh, and Robert or, and uh, Gwyneth Paltrow was there, and she didn't remember that she was in um, one of the Spider-Man movies. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Such a great episode. She's yeah. so into her goop that she forgot. That's right, exactly. Yeah. By the way, what's that smell? It yeah, like what is candle. that smell? Oh, oh, it's me. Oh, it's me. It's not the. Oh, you don't have me. my candle. It's just me. It's just me. Gross. Um, no, that's cool. So uh, I would eat that. Everything you've talked yeah. about today. Apparently, I would eat. it's super easy. It's like you basically rice a uh, 
uh, a cauliflower. Yeah. Use a ricer and um, or a um, the great a box grater. Okay, and so then, you, that's what I was um, going to ask: is how do you get it in its granular form? You know. Yeah, and then you you find some sort of binding agent. I can't remember what he used, but um, uh, something that was able to bind it. Obviously, it wasn't flour. Right. And then, oh yeah, food processor you can use. And then he just made the pizza with that, and it's like, oh my god, so easy. I want to do that. I would make that. Yeah. We had cauliflower as well, but it was just kind of by itself last night, which is sort of its mm. uh, thing. Uh, well, all right. Now I'm hungry. And, uh, oh, I thought you had the pizza last night. No, no, no. You that was the night before. Separately yeah, too. we did. The pizza was uh, not last night, night before. And then oh, last night gotcha. was some homemade thing Kim did, gotcha. uh, which was great because I had to record late. And then, I don't know, there's something about going upstairs and realizing that you haven't eaten. And then right there is this like piping hot plate of homemade everything. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> so good tonight i'm so excited we're uh the the one and only company christmas party that i get to go to because uh as a freelancer you don't have a company and so you just got to kind of rely on one of your clients sure inviting you to their company party but it's at um a sushi place in boulder called japango oh, and uh nice we're gonna do it up it sounds so. like japango sounds like a great name for a sushi place so I'd yeah or, a, or an app where you uh throw balls at <laughs> japanese people and try and collect them <laughs> congratulations you have achieved the japango that's right <laughs> you've evolved <laughs> evolved the frame break <laughs> Uh, anyway, shiny logo. <laughs> that's awesome. I'm very excited uh, for you to tell stories about uh, the debauchery. That I hope there party. will be. There, there should be some. We'll see. I have none. I have no parties like that lined up other than family stuff this year. It's a little sad. Mm, usually, one. Yeah. Usually, we'll get invited to one little, you know, something. Kim, Kim used to do this thing called the Shepherd's Dinner, where she would just do like finger oh, food yeah. and have a big spread and invite a bunch of people over. I don't know if we're doing that again. Maybe I don't yeah. know. Maybe. <laughs> Some of the people I used to like, I don't like anymore. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. They just kind of, people oh. got a little weird during the pandemic, you know? People started, you, you, you figured out who was really your real friends and who was not a douche, you know? That was a, yeah, yeah. It was a good filtering system that we had during the pandemic, which I guess <laughs> it really was. It kind of like uh, separated the, uh, the wheat from the chaff, basically. Yeah. Yep. That is the case. Um, all right. Brian, your 3D printer. We had a story. We had a thing. Yeah, so this was a, a, uh, about a month ago. Um, got this brand new printer, this brand new AnyCubic Cobra Max, which is uh, why I was able to print a uh, a full size helmet in one in one go. Um, I could have sworn I talked about this on the show. So if anybody is remembering this, and, and I and I've told this story, then stop me. But um, I found out so the first prints that i was doing on it had some stringing to them right so i was doing some yetis for the etsy store and i noticed that like as it was going between places that it was printing it was connecting them with a little tiny string of thin filament oh, which is like no big a, deal if it's just a few things a little booger string it, from one one point to the other it would just like drag it over right yeah but it but no it looked you know it basically he looked like he was uh a, a more of a sasquatch than a yeti like he looks shaggy yeah. <laughs> with this thing yeah so i did some looking online and i found some settings to dial down and then also somebody had come up with these fan shrouds that you could install around the printhead that direct the fan air boom right at the printhead so as it's moving around it cools the filament as soon as the filament comes out of the deal mm. 
as soon as it comes out of the nozzle. That makes sense. So I'm like, oh, great. I printed those. I took off the print head. I you know, installed the uh, fan shrouds. And then I'm trying to put the, you know, those little plastic um, connectors. So you've got a couple pins that come out of the circuit board, and then you put the connector over those pins. Oh, right. I don't know what you call those, yeah. though, but I know what you mean. Yeah. yeah, they're all over plugs. motherboards and stuff. It's they're all over motherboards. Yeah, yeah. yeah, and it makes it so easy. Like if you are taking something apart to put it back together, yeah. unless they're using the thinnest pins possible. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. uh, okay, so Burgess pins. Diesel is, yeah, is telling me that uh, Wes is in the chat room. He says, "Yeah, I did talk about this." So I don't remember this. Uh, in at the all. process of putting things back together, I bent one of the pins, bent it off. Any cubic, I. I Told, I emailed them and said, look, whatever, I'll pay for a new board. Sorry about that. It, you know, obviously my fault, however much it costs to send me a new board. And um, they said, nope, your, your happiness is important to us. We are going to send you a replacement board, no charge, and, um, wow. and it's on its way to Good you. Good on them, dude. That's awesome. Yeah, so got the new board. Um, it actually instead of just having the pins loose, had them in the little plastic holder that that little plastic plug goes oh, into, which okay. makes things way easier and doesn't bend things. So it was obviously a, a you know flaw in the original design of the board, yeah. which may be one of the reasons that they were so um, fine with replacing well, it. Well, look but, at that. Between them and Valve, yeah. we got all this like good customer service going on. This is nice. That's right. So right now I've got, I've got Yetis going on each of the filament printers and then a uh, God of War printing on the, uh, the resin printer for uh, my uh, niece's boyfriend's Christmas present. You're like uh, 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 Chloe uh, Cloretz Mortez in that new show uh -huh. I watched. She she works for a 3D printing company, and they got a hundred oh, of really? them going at once. Yeah, That's you're gonna funny. you're gonna like that aspect of peripheral. When I you can't watch wait it. to watch it. The peripheral. Yeah, it just yeah. ended, so you you got the whole thing now. If you're well, I shouldn't say ended. First season one ended. Like season ended. Yeah, yeah the season two is already um, approved. I was so. thinking about this between so a couple days ago. I'm like, oh my god, I got this thing I need to print for. For a client on Etsy, um, I guess I can order the filament I need from Amazon because I'm almost out of it and I don't have enough to print this thing. And uh, um, uh, I was thinking to myself, God, you know, the the ideal job thing for me would be to create a, like, go and get one of these cheap, vacated strip mall locations. <laughs> yeah. Um, have a combination 3D print service place like where you know if you need something 3d printed you bring it in and we can 3d print it for you right. 3d printer repair 3d printing materials filament and like um replacement bowden tubes and nozzles and things like that which are universal sure. relatively universal sure. and then a, a little podcast studio in the back perfect <laughs> so i can do my shows while you know Somebody else, some some teenager runs the front. Like, yeah, have somebody. Like, you want somebody running the front because I cannot imagine having worked for a, like a paper printer copier place back in the day. Yeah, I yeah. cannot imagine the stupidity that would walk through the door wanting three D <laughs> printing. You know, right. like could ooh. you three D print me a three D printer? Yeah, if I gave how you can that be done? And wait a minute, you mean I need to provide you with a file? I thought y'all made that shit. <laughs> exactly. I don't know why he has that voice, but uh, anyway, so. So in my other life, that's what I'm running. I'm running a 3D printer shop somewhere in a strip mall in Arvada. That's, uh, oh, now I'm even more excited for you to see that because that's basically what she runs in this thing. In an alternate universe. Oh, really? Yeah, oh, it's cool. weird. It's funny because you're well, going to see... I better get on it then before somebody else steals that idea. And you're going to see it and go, 
you're going to see it with a different eye because I saw I don't understand a ton of that stuff because it's don't work with printers. So I don't know if any of the stuff they showed was like super realistic or not. So mm-hmm. you're going to see it and go, oh, no, that doesn't work that way. <laughs> it's going to be like, oh, that's not how yeah. gaming works. Yeah. <laughs> it might You might run into that a little bit. I don't know. Sure. Just sure. a little warning, I guess. But all right. All right well, good for them and see. good for everybody. You didn't hear it in the yeah. top. The people listening and not uh, here live. Uh, or patrons, uh, Valve is doing a similar nicety for me. You know what I, I sometimes think? Because this joystick problem, in any other case, I think they may have said, ah, oh, sorry, not covered or whatever. Mm-hmm. But yeah. I think probably what they do is part of this. Because to, to, to register the ticket, I had to sign into my Steam account. So they knew who I am. Oh, <laughs> so they can see how much you've spent on yeah. Steam games. Yeah, and they can look at my list. Yeah. I have over 2,000 Steam games. <laughs> so they're like, oh, shit, he's a whale. I'm we can't sure. hurt the whales. Yeah. Don't, don't poke the whale, you know. That'll make a huge difference. Yeah. Like, oh, my gosh. Get the, whatever he wants. Get it to him. The only bummer is I don't think it'll be back to me before Christmas, but that's okay. I'll be all right. I got uh, other bummer. stuff to do. It's okay. Yeah. Uh, all right. And you play. You can play games where you just have to tap the screen, right? Or you can, you know. Well, I've got, I have, a, no, because I have to joystick. send it to them. Because they, they I, oh, you, that's right, you send it to them. Yeah, I got to mail it yeah. to them. So they, so they either fix it or replace it. Either way, I kind of what I'd hoped they were going to do is do the, the Apple thing where they cross ship one, yeah. and then I just send the other oh, yeah. one back. Yeah. I was really hoping I for that, that, but I should have said yeah. twenty of my pixels are broken. <laughs> you need to send me a crush shot, but I'm not a dick. I can't do that. No, no. Uh, who's going to do that? Not, not me. Not me. Not you. All right. Nine of 12 coming in. Yeah. Nine of 12. Wait a minute. Isn't it Amy's day? Well, we got a scab. Knowing fully well the answer. We got a scab coming in. Uh, someone who's going to take her place for today's uh, festivities. First of all, we should say that Amy is doing much better. She's at home she resting, is. convalescing, and... Uh, uh, oh. Repairing biologically from her uh, <laughs> her time at the surgeon, so uh, she's not here today. However, sitting in her place, September. Hello, September. Welcome. Hello. How are Hello. you today? Very good. Thank you for doing this. I know. So you you and Amy kind of worked all this out uh, on the side, which I'm glad you did because by the time I got unbusy enough to like check on everything that was going on. You guys had already sort of solved my problem for me. So thank you for doing that. <laughs> I appreciate it. Yeah, um, it came up last week. I think it was Amy's idea. And then you were like, oh, yeah, we'll do that. And then yeah. you kind of forgot. Yeah, you know how but, my memory yeah. goes. Then I forget. Yeah. I eat a couple of pizzas. You know, I break a, <laughs> break a joystick and everything goes. goes out the window. Yeah. Uh, well, it's good to have you here. We're going to we're going to we have a clip and everything. Um, we're going to talk about something you want to recommend. Do you want to set this up at all or anything before we play it? Uh, I guess play it first, then we'll talk about it. All right, here you go. This is it, Alice. Time to shine, Mother said, stepping aside and gesturing calmly toward the open door. It took a moment for the other two witnesses to realize what Alice was doing and get out of the way. Averting her eyes, Alice stepped up to the threshold, just as another ear-splitting scream, this one of a thick, wet quality, burst out of the opening. She looked back at Mother, preferring to face her impatience than whatever was in that room. She could smell the metallic aroma of fresh blood, feel the rank humidity of sweat and bodily fluids. It was a slaughterhouse that she didn't want to face alone. Hurry, Mother said, letting just a hint of fear slip through her urging. You can do this, Alice. Taking a deep, blood-scented breath and closing her eyes, 
Alice turned toward the room. Moist cracking and a frantic gurgle were all she could hear. Knowing she would lose her nerve if she were to take but the smallest of peaks, she instead concentrated on the task at hand. Any time, Alice, Mother said through thinly veiled worry. Another deep breath, and Alice began to sing. The song, a sweet, slow lullaby, came out a trembling mess. Alice could picture Mother's annoyed eyes. She was better than this, more practiced. In fact, when she put her mind to it, as Mother demanded her to do at this precise moment, Alice was perfect. I swear I've read this. This is so familiar to me. You, um, you also may that, have read this. <laughs> that also sounded like Dick Cavett for some reason. Like <laughs> <laughs> at first, it sounded like uh, David Hyde Pierce, but yeah. Like oh Dick yeah, Cavett a little of that too. Yeah, it was like a yeah. Dave, it was like a weird combo. But all right, yeah. so uh, tell to us. To me, it sounded like a robot, and until like some inflections, all of a sudden there's expression in the voice. I'm like, oh, I guess it's not a robot. Yeah, I guess um, he does sound like he could be be a good android if he wanted to be, for sure. <laughs> but what do we what do we hear in there? What is this? So that is from Song of the Sandman by J.F. DuBow. Oh, I haven't read that. We know that guy. We know him. We know that guy. I thought I'd bring you some horror um, because Amy Amy can't. Mm -hmm. And so uh, that would be a good sub in. Sure, sure. (laughs) And his writing is fantastic. Song of the Sandman came out this year. It's a sequel to God in the Shed, which I also just love Mm. his brand of writing and horror is is just it's so on point it's so next level i mean there's a lot of gore in there it's not all just gore but when he goes there his descriptions really evoke the the ick Mm. but he kind of he's got a stephen king-esque thing going everything he's Canadian. Mm-hmm. So it's like instead of everything being, you know, uh, Maine, Connecticut, New York, little small towns, it's small towns around Montreal and, and such. And sometimes you, you know, recognize names, sometimes they're fictional. And it's like characters you can really relate to. And you, every description of these little towns, like you really get in the story. And then there's like some. Lovecraftian level, something is very, very wrong. <laughs> mm, my favorite. <clears throat> yeah, I like JF's books, and I also always felt like uh, he he did have kind of a King-esque sort of uh, take on things. That's probably why this sounded so familiar to me, because it just felt very, very like m- from the mind of Stephen King. And I mean that in a mm-hmm. positive sort of complimentary way, because I think that's hard to harness, and I think he does a really good job of that. If any of you have been to Nerdtacular before, you probably met JF and didn't know it. Uh, or maybe you did because he it was part of a booth at one point. But really talented dude, uh, yeah, making rad books. And for I, anyone who yeah. um, I wanted to give a little tip for people who can't or don't want to do horror, and you know, Amy in particular, <laughs> um, there's a science fiction book. I don't know if you've read of his. He did write one. It's called Life Engineered. That's the one I read. Okay, it's great. Wow. And and when I first read it, I was contacting him. I'm like, JF, there's got to be a sequel to this. And how in the hell do you write horror so well? And then the science fiction, it's just a completely different thing. And he also writes that very well. Mm -hmm. I did talk to 
some tadpoolers in the Read This channel to make sure this wasn't just overkill. Everyone already read everything. But it seems like y'all need this reminder <laughs> to go ahead and read his books. A lot of people are listening to Aquilo, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. read by our friend Amy Frost, mm-hmm. which is yeah. mm-hmm. oh, a, a great podcast that he writes. But the books seem to sit on everyone's to-read list. And you will not regret it. And there was a little teaser recently uh, in his social media about the life engineered. So mm. my hopes are up again that there will be a sequel to that. It seems like uh, seems like a no-brainer. That get, that book came out. Let's see, 2016. I think I read it in 2017. Oh, what something came out. Oh, God in the Shed came out in 2017. That's what it was. Um, I haven't read any of the horror stuff. I I'm now interested. These sound great. Uh, what is the These Fear Forge anthology? This anthology, oh, of course. This anthology book he did with a bunch of other authors. This Fear Forge thing. Have you read that? I have not. Oh, that looks good too. Yeah, whole bunch of authors <laughs> in that one because it's anthology stories. But that's awesome. All right. Well, he seems to be doing. He seems to be doing great. Look at all this business. Yeah, no kidding. Some of his books yeah, are in he's French. A great guy. I didn't know there were French. Uh, he wrote in French. Look at this. Yeah, J.F. Dubose, Le Due Exchange. I don't know how well, to say he it. is Dubose. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I, I assume and he's French That was Canadian. a challenge for him. Uh, there was a lot of interesting, if you follow him on uh, Facebook and such, he talks about that process and what a challenge it was to write in French. Mm-hmm. I'll bet. Like the whole book. Yeah, it sounds hard, and I'm... That's mainly because I don't know any French, but <laughs> I know a little wee wee and a little poo poo. That's all I know for sure. Sure, sure, and a whole ho, ho, ho. That's right. Yeah. Uh, I was these... so excited. I went to a Barnes and Noble and I saw um, "Song of the Sandman" on the shelf, and I was like, "Hee, I know that guy. <laughs> I yeah. know that guy." It is cool. <laughs> it is cool work. when you know somebody who who makes good and you know ends up yeah. publishing or whatever. It's awesome to see that. Um, these are only let's see the uh, hardback edition is only a. 12 bucks for God in the Shed. Uh, Song wow. of the Sandman, nine bucks. Yeah, these are affordable as well. And there are audiobooks and uh, Kindle editions of them as well. Pretty cool. Uh, JF Dubow is a good dude. And uh, I'm glad to see we used one of his uh, suggestions here. And I love yeah. horror books, so I'm all in on this. This is great. Take that, Amy. You and your aversion to horror books. <laughs> uh well well done this is happy awesome happy birthday amy oh yeah happy birthday too right. that's the other thing she's having a birthday and in a lot of pain how can that's you beat right. that <laughs> what what a great combo yeah really right you can't get better treat yourself that. take an extra pain pill that's what i say uh <laughs> we'll, we'll have a little something extra for her at the end of the show today. oh nice well very good uh so uh monday i'm on your show right here september is that true i'm coming on there monday night <laughs> I hope it's true. I think it's true. It's terrible if you don't show up. Yeah, I'm I'm showing up for sure. Uh, I get to be on your gaming show, and I'm very excited about it. Oh, uh, you want to nice. you want to tell people about that, and uh, anything else you want to mention before we go? Actually, it's not the gaming show. You have already been on. The have I been? Show. Which one's this one? I don't remember. This anything. is Geek Grills. Oh right, never mind. That's that's the this, one I've been wanting to get on though, because it's the one that everybody says, "Oh, get on there," and I haven't been on there. So now I'm on there. Yeah. yeah. There you go. Fill in, fill in my bingo card. Uh, <laughs> like I've had Tom and Brian. And That's right. Oh, they like, raked me over the coals for ANTP, man. On that I'll show, bet they did. Yeah, it was sweet well, revenge. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. Yeah, and I'm looking forward to that. Uh, where can people find said shows? Well, uh, if you go to 9of12.com, that will give you easy links to all of my shows and projects. But at twitch.tv slash geekgrills is where you will be able to 
come live on Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern time to see us torture Scott. And for all, and so people know, <laughs> nine of twelve is it's spelled out nine, and then of, and then the number twelve, right? That's how you find it. Yeah, a good way to remember it is it's alpha and then numeric. N i n e o f one two. Exactly. Yes. Oh, very nice. Nine that of a, one two. That's a good mnemonic. Or wait, is that the word? What's the word I'm looking for? Yeah. Is that right? Sure. Mnemonic device. Uh, <laughs> sort of. what, I guess anything that helps you remember the way something is spelled or arranged, I guess, is a mnemonic device, right? Yeah. Why not? doesn't have to be a, you know, mother always said eat vegetables poorly or something like that. <laughs> that, right. that, isn't, that isn't really a thing. Anyway. No, but she, she was right. Always eat them poorly. Yes. Uh, well, it's uh, been good to have you on here, September. I, I uh, can't wait to be on Monday, and I hope you're having a great holiday season. We'll see you then. Goodbye. Bye now. Bye. Thank you for September uh, stepping in for Amy. Amy's in the chat and uh, doing okay, it sounds like. Good. Yeah, that's all you can, you know, what else can you ask for? You just need yeah. to have time to heal and... Uh, to recover, to convalesce. Yeah, yeah that's what you got there. Yeah. All right, we got some quick news here that we're going to do, and uh, let's get to it. Good morning, good morning, everybody in the news this morning. Good morning. It's time for the news brought to you by... Brought to you by Coverville. Yes, there will be a Coverville today, and uh, we're celebrating the 19th, not the 20th, but the 19th anniversary of the film Love Actually with a track-by-track uh, -track coverage of not just the soundtrack, but every song played in the movie, with the exception of a couple. I don't have a, co a cover of that uh, that crappy Donny Osmond song that the DJ plays at the wedding. and. Oh. Uh, uh, but you're going to hear just about everything else. Uh, big old show today, 1 p.m. Mountain Time, twitch.tv slash Coverville. And I will be playing the new Silver Surfer card. I've got a deck built around the Silver Surfer card in Marvel Snap that you can watch me uh, use to great or poor effect. Nice. I'll bet it's great effect. I don't think it'll be poor effect. I hope it's great effect. He's uh, He's got a very specific use case, and I keep screwing it up because it's a plus three to all of your... Um, three cost cards, but it's an on reveal and not an ongoing. So you got to make sure you play him at the very end as opposed to playing him early and then playing all your three cards. Interesting. Yeah. You may want to see how that plays out too. I'll try to, I'll try to tune in today, today tune at in. one. Tune in for that. One today PM. at one. Mountain all right. Watch uh, for one it. Mountain time. Twitch.tv slash Coverville. We got some rapper news. Uh, Drake, yeah. you know Drake up there in Canada. Drake, I do know Drake. I mean, I don't know him, but um, yeah, no of him. He, yeah. he only calls me on the telephone. That's right, and he's and he's in the big red coat saying no thanks like this a lot. You know, that's his thing. Well, anyway, Drake. Yeah, that guy. <laughs> he gave DJ Khaled. I used to say Khalid, but it's Khaled. Khaled, yeah. Uh, the other rapper uh, producer. The Khaled, guy. I don't like. Yeah, uh, he's our piece. I mean, I don't know. I mean, Maul, he's had a ton of success, so he's doing something right. It's just not in my sure. vein. It's not in my zone, yeah. you know? Yeah. Anyway, Drake gave DJ Khaled four luxury toilets for his birthday. <laughs> oh, okay. how sweet. Uh, he thanked Drake for his 47th uh, birthday gift, four luxury toilets, the Toto toilets. I assume it's not oh, Tutu. Toto. Yeah, no, they're like the Toto washlet. Okay, so it's These Toto. These are great toilets. These must be nice. These uh, are the ones in, uh, like, Japan. We, you know, we've got we've got a... A pseudo Toto washlet in our house that uh, is just a Toto um, a attachment, but it's uh, it washes and dries and massages and if you tap your feet uh, together, checks you'll... you for moles and oh, yeah, does all that stuff. That's great. Yeah. You tap your feet yeah. together, it'll take you home, take you back to Kansas. Anyway, exactly. Yeah. 
Uh, the Toto toilets have several state-of-the-art features, including a UV light for cleaning surfaces, an a uh, excuse me, an air deodorizer, heated seats, bidet function, and tornado flush system. According to Uproxx, I don't know what a tornado flush is. That scares me. It always keeps the water swirling in one direction as uh, opposed to uh, different directions depending on the. Uh, did you see that huge email that uh, that Jeff sent back with like? Yeah, that plant, about the, the about earth? the. Uh, ju- um, was it called the what something? Is, uh, it is called the uh, shoot. I don't. I have it. I, I the toilet I direction saved factor. it, but I don't have it. Yeah, no, the no. Corellian. Oh, I thought you meant the spinning racket thing. Oh no no no, not that. Uh, that I'm thing's li- really cool. Yeah, watch oh, that video. Uh, the one that he sent a big old yes, earth. the Coriolis effect. Coriolis. Yes. There you go. And the Earth had all these little s- circles on it about where it would happen uh-huh. if if everything was equal and they didn't have the whole thing we talked about about perfections with toilets yeah. and things like or that. Or some yeah. toilets are you know like this tornado one is probably pushing it one way and one way only, oh, baby. For sure, yeah, that gets the that gets that big DJ Khaled poop down. Man. Yeah, he says this uh, real. Uh, he says Drake, real talk. My queen and I have been wanting this for our house. Thank you, my brother. He wrote in a caption. Nah, this is no regular toilet. This, this, that Toto. <laughs> Same model as the ones in the embassy. Like what Drake like. Love, brother. Love. Thank you for the gift. This is how these people talk. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'd like one of those. Those are nice. Yeah, they're very nice. Um, Drake's house. The heated, seats, the heated seats are great in the winter for people like us. It's like we sit down in the middle of the night having to have to go to the bathroom it's like don't want to turn the light on it's got a little uv like a little uh uh night lighty kind of thing so mm-hmm. you don't have to turn the bathroom lights on and freak your eyes out right and right. the heated seat it's like oh i'm just gonna i'm just gonna continue sleeping right here for a while hell yeah I'll just stay there and play marvel snap until the tornado kicks in <laughs> that's right if you've never been to drake's house says uh dj college you'll know it's worth 500 million dollars that's a lot <laughs> If you've never been to Drake's house, okay. I don't know. That's weird. If you've never been there, you know it's worth five hundred million. I know it's. <laughs> that's effed up. Uh, you know, I don't. I don't have my DJ Khaled English dictionary handy, <laughs> but uh, I could. I could figure out what he means by that. Then he says, "It's not about the money. It's just about he went and got us the best of the best." Well, why'd you bring up the five hundred million dollar house then? Right. It's not about exactly. The money. If it's not about the money, yeah. of course it's about the freaking money. All right. Well, good luck to them. May all your uh, butts be clean. Here is a story about... Oh, I hate this one, but I love it. All right. Okay. Uh, this, to me, represents the current state of humanity too well, but I'm going to read it. <laughs> uh, yeah, hospital okay. patient arrested for allegedly switch, switching off a neighbor patient's noisy oxygen machine. Uh, the hospital patient has been arrested. She allegedly twice sh- shut off the oxy- oxygen equipment of a fellow patient uh, who depended on it, by the way. Because it was too noisy. This according to Germans. This is in Germany. Uh, this is in the southwest uh, city of Mannheim. Nothing to do with steamroller or bad Christmas nope. music. Uh, the warrant for a 72-year-old woman arrested. Uh, she was bought before the magistrate investigating judge uh, of Mannheim local court on Wednesday. She was later admitted to a correctional facility. The officers, or sorry, the police headquarters and public officers in Mannheim said in a statement. The woman allegedly turned off the main switch of the oxygen equipment sometime before 8 p.m. on Tuesday, quote, after feeling disturbed by the sound immediately emanating from it. Wait. Emanating. Why does it look wrong? Emanating. That's correct. 
It looked wrong. <laughs> uh, she said in a statement, though the sub- suspect was informed by hospital staff the oxygen supply was a vital measure, she allegedly did it again at 9 p.m. Mm. Uh, the 79-year-old woman had to be resuscitated and is still uh, receiving intensive medical care, the woman that was tied to the machine. Yeah. Um, oh, so this person is like, it's too damn, or, it's too noisy for me to listen to. <laughs> yeah? Yeah. Your breathing is disturbing my sleep. Yeah. Yeah, you can't go on breathing while while Greta over there needs to get her her rest in. <laughs> Inga. Inga. I can't think of a good Russian name or uh, German. Oh, both name. of those. Both of those are good. Greta's Greta's uh, good as well. Okay, good. Uh, final story. This is a quick one. Uh, a, a caterer is has been sued. Uh, that's not the story. Uh-huh. There's more to it. Oh, there's more. Okay. <laughs> uh, they were sued because they laced the food with marijuana at a Longwood wedding. Oh. That's no good. This is in Orlando. Florida does not have legal marijuana recreational. Florida caterer. Plus, even then, even if it was legal uh, recreation yeah. marijuana, I don't think you're yeah. allowed to like spike food with it. No, you don't. You can't dose people without their approval. <laughs> yeah, that's weird. An Orlando caterer yeah. accused of being involved in a food lace uh, thing with marijuana at the Longmont wedding, Longwood wedding, now faces a long, a long suit, a lawsuit from one of the wedding's guests. <laughs> Uh, Jocelyn Bryant, age 31, caterer of the wedding back in fr- uh, February, which is where deputies found multiple guests high on the marijuana, uh, was uh, arrested. Uh, let's see. They spoke to several of the guests who have told deputies they began to feel sick after eating food at the wedding uh, venue. Well, were they feeling sick or were they just feeling, you know, groovy? Mm, well, you know, it depends on your reaction to marijuana. You you may not. That's true. Especially how much you have may uh, determine how you feel. Uh, let's see. Some people became violently ill, uh, had permanent injuries from marijuana poisoning, according to the lawsuit. I, I didn't know that oh was a God. thing. Permanent injuries from marijuana poisoning. I don't even know what that is. Maybe it's a liver thing. Like Snoop you, says, that's bullshit. <laughs> yeah, Snoop. Snoop knows. He knows the score. Snoop says no. Yeah. Chicha like, can I? Can I bring to the? Uh... Your Honor, I implore <laughs> you. We have evidence Sorry. here. Yeah. They would, they would I, called, I called to the stand uh, Mr. Cheech and Chong. Uh, <laughs> uh, Mr. Tommy Chong, will you please state your full name for the record? Yeah, man. Dave's not here, <laughs> Dave. man. Uh, Dave's not here. It's uh, good stuff. Anyway, there's your stories for the day. Fun stuff. Yeah. Take that news to the bank. We're going to take a break. When we come back, my sister Wendy, the therapist, will be here. We're going to talk about gift giving anxiety. Mm. Tis the season, Brian. Tis the season. It is. We all worry about that sort of thing. That's right. Everybody pray for a Christmas miracle because that's coming up next. Before that, though, musical break uh, from you. So what do you got? All right. Well, I have. So I was I was pulling up uh, Google Translate because, oh, there we go. Oh, okay. Nice. Uh, all right. I'll explain why I was pulling up Google Translate right now. Okay. Um, we've got a uh, foreign language song right now. A bedroom pop artist. I don't know what that means, but but I like it. Uh, named Braddy. She has a brand new song called Ikomo, which is and why. Featuring, uh, or no, Ikomo. There's two different comos, right? Oh, co- How and how, I think it is. Okay, in oh, this case. I don't know. It depends on if where the uh, if there's an accent mark or not. Got it. I think, boy, it's been a while. Three years of Spanish, you'd never guess. Um, This also features uh, Heinz joining her on vocals. Um, She's got a brand new album coming out January 5th. It's called Es Mi Fiesta y Si Quiero Hago Un, which is It's My Party and I'll Make It. 
or something like that. <laughs> nice. Nice. Well, if, or it's if your I par- want, I'll make it. Or oh, something, if you if it's your party, like, I'll make it. Damn it. Yeah, it's not a. It's not. I'll cry if I want to. It's my party, and uh, <laughs> if I can, I'll be there. <laughs> Great. Perfect. Perfect. Uh, anyway, the song is called Ecomo. Here is Braddy. Washington Cavanaugh, escorted by Prince Falco and Prince Filiberto de Bourbon. 
the morning stream. Gas up the machine. She's down to fumes. And we're back, everybody. Hey, I don't remember that name. Could you tell me again? It's It's been a while. It's been, uh, how long has it been? It's been three minutes and 32 seconds since I told you. That is uh, Mexico-based bedroom pop artist Braddy featuring Heinz and a song called Icomo, which is and how, which, you know, <laughs> makes me always think of the little rascals. Uh, she's got a brand new album coming out January 5th called Es Mi Fiesta y Si Quiero Hago Un. Oh, wow. You did that to kid. That was thank you. Three years of Spanish. I don't remember what it means, but I can speak it. Yeah. So it's this right here. And how? It's that. And how? And Just like how. that. As a matter of fact, yes. Uh. All right. Well, it's time to bring Wendy in. I'm still trying to understand what bedroom pop is, but I'll get over it. I still yeah, don't understand yeah. that, but listen. When you, once you listen to the song, I mean the song you just listened to, three minutes and thirty two seconds ago. Mm. Uh, once you listen to that, you'll understand what uh, bedroom pop is. All right. That sounds good to me. It's something you don't want to ever hear. Oh, well, thank goodness. <laughs> hey, y'all. Ow. It's time. Ow, that's bedroom pop. All right, here's this. Everyone knows it's a Christmas miracle in its own right. My sister Wendy joins us each and every Thursday to talk about people's problems, their issues, their stuff. Sometimes it's email. Sometimes it's a main topic. Today, it's one of those days. And uh, it's always good to have her here. Hi, Wendy. Welcome back. Hi, thanks. Hi, how are you? Hi. Hello. Good. Hey, uh, you know what's exciting? <laughs> yeah, tell me. Uh, since your boys enjoy playing my um, uh, my Rock Runners game, my yeah. new my new game Dungeon Murder is almost done. And uh, Dungeon Murder. Yeah, it's not nearly as dastardly as it sounds. It's That's a little silly dark. actually, okay. um, but it's, uh, it's more of a fantasy rather than sci fi based game, and it's almost ready. And when I've got decks ready, I'm gonna send them to you guys to be one of my testers. Yes, please. Yeah. So I'll let you know. I would love it. 110 cards. Am... Get ready. It's thick. Look how thick that is, Brian. It's yeah. really it fun, is. and also, yeah. my yeah. kids are really good at it, and I haven't played, so I just got demolished. Well, you get worked by them on this one as well. So I look forward to the stories. Okay. Yeah, it'll be fun. Um, I don't know age old tradition to beat your mom at a game. Yep. Great. That's right. <laughs> and this one you can do up to five players, two to five, and anybody pretty much eight and older will understand it. So none cool. of you, yeah, okay. none of you have an excuse. You can all play. Uh, well, anyway, let's get to it. Uh, Wendy's here, as she always is on Thursdays. We're going to talk about uh, a thing here that is probably on the minds of a lot of people. I actually felt like you know, shoot, this weekend or next weekend. Well, it made more sense this weekend because this is when everyone's scrambling to do the thing we're going to talk about. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, plus plus, I won't be here to hear it next week. Oh, that's right, because you're going to be in Vermont. And Brian needs yeah. to hear this. this is <laughs> yeah, very I think we may not even have a show next Thursday. Yeah, we may we, not even knows? be here. <laughs> we don't even know. But I can tell you this. Gift okay. giving. Someone which, let me know, please. Gift, gift giving, which is the, <laughs> the grand tradition of uh, Christmas, you know, everybody's giving yeah. gifts yeah. and everything. Mm-hmm. The thing you never hear about is this feeling of I don't know if I'm going to describe this right, but like somebody gives you something and you already know what you did under the tree for them. Mm-hmm. And then you see what they gave you and you go, oh my gosh, this is so good. I'm There's no way my thing's even going to come close to this. <laughs> right. That's one like, form of can it. Can I run to the store real quick and swap this out for something better? Yeah. yeah there's one, there, that's one form of it. Um, like I remember, I won't say names here. And I think you were there, Wendy, but we had one of our Christmas Eve's at mom's house and we did the mm-hmm. white elephants and the goal, the idea was, Nothing over 20 bucks, Mm -hmm. small, dumb stuff, no big deal. And somebody brought multiple $250 drones, like remote controlled drones to the party. I think you were there. You may have been in Sweden. 
Wow. Oh, God, remember that. That's awesome. And it was really awesome, but uh, it meant that somebody... I'm going to trade the porcelain <laughs> leprechaun for one of the drones, please. Yeah, nobody wanted anything but the drones that year. And the person that brought the drones, did wasn't like it wasn't like they were doing it to mess anything up. I think they just thought, oh, these would be cool. And they yeah, were. They probably yeah. misunderstood. Maybe they fell off a truck. Maybe the old. They're just trying to. <laughs> Maybe just they trying were an easy way to un- mm, unload them. That's <laughs> an oh, I see. I thought you meant they were living. Fell off a truck because they're dumb. Oh, <laughs> no, I no, see. No, 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 I mean the drones fell off a truck. And not Got the, it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were, yeah. I thought I was like, is this a new euphemism for, for being you're under a rock and you don't know what a white elephant gift is? Yeah, basically. Uh, it, that's amazing. Okay, so that's an example of like the weird vibes you can get about gift giving. I mean, yeah. we could come up with many of those, right? So, so we've got the oh, you got me something nicer than I got you. Right. Yeah. You got the you did not understand what white elephant there, gift even the, right. even the uh oh my gosh you got me something i didn't think we were getting each other yeah. gifts this year that's a big one yeah that's a big yes. one and there's also my this favorite one. is when yeah. someone forgets that it's or, or that happens and then they you know quickly find like a tin of some hot chocolate that someone else had given them <laughs> and they try to give it to you and you're like oh. right uh, didn't I give this to you last year? Yeah, it was, that's the problem. <laughs> yeah, totally. we had that. We had that for our wedding. We got a thing from the seventies uh, that somebody gave us, and it was still wrapped Sweet. and still still had a card in it that said, "Dear whoever they were, we oh. wish you well on your wedding." And here we are getting it in ninety two, and I, it was either a joke or the worst case of like regifting ever. I, I, don't I know do you know? I wonder if it's the same people that came to your wedding and mine, but same. We got a giant bowl it was wrapped really lovely and underneath the wrapping between the bowls so whoever was regifting never saw the card yep was the card yep oh, maybe in the same people the 70s though yeah i f- i found a used book in uh second of charles i love that store there was a uh, i think a nick Lowe autobiography and uh my friend chris brown a huge nick Lowe fan and so i'm like well i'm totally getting this for him but it was inscribed. So it was written like, Bill, I hope you find great inspiration in this story and it helps you pr- propel your music career to great heights. Yeah. And so I inscribed it underneath that. I said, Chris Brown, I hope you like this book more than Bill did. Love, Brian. <laughs> That's great. You have to keep adding pages. Yeah, just keep, yeah. keep adding. Uh, I, su- I assume it was Billy, uh, um, uh, what's his name from Green Day? Yeah. Uh, Billy Joe, oh, Joe. Billy Joe Armstrong. Yeah, Billy Joe Armstrong. Sure. He's the one that gave up on that book. He was like, nah, I'm, I'm right. good. Yes. I'm doing punk. Yeah. Very punk yeah, rock thing to do is re-gift your book to a bookstore. But anyway, yeah, so those are good examples. Another example might be, um, you know, well, I don't know that person very well. Should I send them something? I feel like I might. Oh, I don't know if I should. Maybe just a card. And then you do it. And then later they send you something and you're like, oh, shoot, I should have been more thoughtful about what I sent that person. I guess that's just an offshoot of mine, the one I said before. Um, but it's just like this weird thing, like what's too much? Is it too much? If I make something, is that scene is better or worse? Mm-hmm. You know, right, all that go stuff. Way. Mm-hmm. Why do we do this to each other? It seems bad, you know? Yeah, it's really human. So let's let's actually go to why this exists and what makes it so human. <laughs> and that is a couple very fundamental things is um, gift giving at its core is an extension of love, right? It's, I care about you. I think about you. Here's a thing for you. And, you know, as humans, we need things to survive. And so maybe it was trading goods at one point. Maybe it was 
you know, it's part of celebrations, right? Like, so obviously Christmas is a compilation of lots of things coming together and turned into a billion, billion dollar industry. Yeah. Um, Many but at some point it was like, here's a little satchel of nuts for you to eat in the winter <laughs> or whatever, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Uh, you guys know what I mean. Anyway, so it's like it, it comes from some, you know, different places for different reasons. And then it's kind of built into us and it's changed and morphed and all those good things. But but ultimately, if we think about what it is, isn't it? It's an extension of uh, it's like a I mean, and this is why it's one of the five love languages. Right. It's mm-hmm. like, you know, compliments and spending time with me and giving gifts. Mm-hmm. Right. Like getting and giving mm-hmm. gifts might be a way you feel connected and uh you know not everyone has the same level of that but it is you know sort of ubiquitous too i care about you here's the thing um that you know you have rings on your fingers for reasons and other things that are it's you know kind of symbolic of that so it's core it kind of comes from a good place and it comes from a very human um place and and then it gets complicated Mm -hmm. um for lots of reasons and and here's another fundamental human factor here is that we all have what's called, uh, is it focalism? I think if I'm remembering the right psychological term. I've never heard but that. But it's, be- it's basically this. It's where you are really aware of your experience of a thing. And we, we do this sort of projecting onto other people their experiences of things. Um, and so when I give you a gift, what I'm doing is I'm saying, ooh, what would Scott like? Mm-hmm. And then I'm going to get it. I am really gearing up to, for one moment. I'm gearing up for the you opening it moment, okay? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So first of all, I'm focused on what I think you're going to respond, how you're going to respond, and your response is I, wanna, I want you to be happy, okay? Right. Um, so there's that factor. And then I am also focused on like my own experience of this thing. So I might think it's a great gift or it's a fine gift because I would like it. I'm also focused on the moment you open it, not the reality of what that gift is going to be to you. Okay. So your focus or your experiences can be very different from the gift giver, right? Mm -hmm. You could be, so the moment of opening it, that's kind of fun, but what do you do with it after? Mm -hmm. When do you use it later? Is it something you're just going to re-gift or you're going to use right away or you're going to be like, what is this for? Or, you know, you can kind of think of, like an old aunt who gave you a present. You're like, what the, she doesn't, oh, I got one. My aunt who gave me, you know, Hello Kitty sticker, packets of stickers when I was like 17. <laughs> and Whoa, that's because wait a she Can I can't guess remember aunt? how old I was. And from her focal point, yeah. she was so focused on what her own experience of me was. It wasn't, you have to get to know somebody. Okay. So we have a couple of those elements. And then here's the kicker. Hold on. Is her name we start with an S? This. Does it start with an S, her name? Just checking. No, it starts with a C. Oh, geez. Um, okay. All right. Denver yeah, connection. Yeah. All right. Keep going. <laughs> yeah, we didn't live. We didn't live close enough for her to see me not be four feet tall and love stickers. Right. But anyway. <laughs> so but there's another factor that's really important here is that we all believe the same thing, and I want both of you to just look deep in your heart when I say this and tell me if you believe it. Mm. Okay. Mm. We all believe the same thing that guessing what somebody wants is way better than asking them for what they want and then buying it. Um. Okay, different people, right? You yeah, can maybe, yeah. maybe ask the South you're say, really close to. Yeah, yeah. It's, I'd say easier in this day and age than it was before with the ease of, you know, 
gift receipts and just take it to the Coles and send it back to Amazon and get, uh, if they're not happy with it, easy, easier to return than, yeah. oh, I bought you this from, that, you know, took eight weeks to ship here from Malaysia. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, that has but changed yeah, things. I, I would say so. Yeah. I like, I like. So what is it about that? Like why, why do we, and, and again, remember the focal point of the giver is the moment of opening. Um, right. It, it, you want something that gives you as much fun watching them open it yeah. as it does for them to hopefully the, the joy that they, they receive when they do open it. Right. Yes. Which is why everyone lies, right? Oh, I love it. Oh, great. I don't already have four of these. Thank you. Yeah. It's like a human, it's like we have a little code book you could read about gift giving. And there's a couple things. We're all going to lie. We're all going to hope we understand what the other person wants. And, then, yeah. and so you wonder why we're stressed? Because we really are trying to create a, a feeling yeah. for another person and ourselves and do it with an object we're not really going to know if it's a good fit or not, because if you ask, you ruin it. Right. So, I mean, those are general, those are general things that can be pretty common. Maybe you guys don't do this. Mm. You, you ask everyone what they want before you send I, it. I ask people that, um, that I'm less familiar with, you know, like for example, uh, I get something for Scott mm. and, uh, mm-hmm. I don't have to say, Hey, what's something that you would like? Uh, cause we know each other pretty darn well. Yeah. And we know, Not what are you into? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Do you like, do you like video games? Do you like <laughs> Is that uh, a thing you're into somehow? Yeah. yeah. The comic books or something. Sure. Um, but you know, there'll be people where, um, like the, well, the, the tadpole secret Santa kind of thing, right. Where I'm getting a gift for somebody that I don't know very well. Um, I know they like this show, but I've already, we're already giving them the show. I can't give them more of this show. <laughs> um, so having like a little bit of a, all right, what kind of things are you into? And then basing a present, hopefully around something that I think they'll like. Um, yeah. Based yeah. On those okay. Right. And so, so there we have fun. It's just fun. Yeah. That can be fun. Mm-hmm. I mean, sure. maybe yeah. you have a little pressure, Brian, cause you're the famous one, but like, you know, <laughs> this isn't going to ruin your relationship with this person. No, You're not going to no. build this up for years where you've given them crappy gifts. Right. I was going to say, <laughs> oh, wow. Well, Brian Ibbett sent me a dog turd encased in Lucite, but it did come from Brian and yeah. he signed it. So I guess that's good. I mean, he is the famous one. This is great. He is the famous one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, okay. So think about your own um, upbringing with gifts. So, so this is what, this can be applicable to everybody. So, so a couple things, check your, your heart, your gut, when you get a gift and you're disappointed, are you actually disappointed because the gift isn't what you wanted? Or is it that you're not known by the person who gave it to you? Cause it, uh, cause I'm not saying everything has to be some deep psychological stuff, but no, I think gifts no. really pull up a lot of garbage for people. Mm-hmm. Um, definitely, so, definitely the, um, oh my God, does this person really think I, I'm into this yeah. sort of thing? Yeah. I would want this, right? Yeah. It's like your Hello Sticky, like uh, Hello, Hello Sticky Kitters. Hello yeah. Sticky. <laughs> Hello Sticky Kitters. Now, now hold on. <laughs> Anybody so out there, if you do have any spare Hello Sticky stickers, yeah, I'd give me, love them. Get us some, I'll give you my address at the end of the yeah, show. Yeah, they have to be Hello yeah, Hello Ryan. Sticky Kitters is what they have to be. And uh, you'll yeah. be all set. Yeah. Hello, hello, sticky kidders. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, mean I- now I think, I mean, now, uh, and this is, and I, and I wonder as people age out of some younger stages of like the gifts and the dopamine hits from that versus, 
getting an experience, right? Or something very sentimental. Um, so for example, you know, we became friends at this bar and I kept the, one of the coasters right. when we were, you know, blah, blah, blah. And, and then I sent it to you 20 from years the bar later. Or something. Yeah. Oh, and that's, you're, that that's thing cool. is worthless, worthless yeah. to yeah. anyone else. But to you, yeah. it means everything, right? Yeah. Yeah. So those are really meaningful gifts, but people tend to hesitate to do that. Um, mainly because it is a little too intimate and they don't want you to feel like a stalker or something, or it's, um, you know, like that's a little vulnerable and putting yourself out there. So it's just much easier to go to Amazon and go click, 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 here we go. Yeah. Um, which actually leads to an interesting difference too, between an object as a gift versus an, as an experience at this stage of my life, I want no objects. Do not know. No. I don't yeah, want I'm, I'm more slippers or whatever yeah. you think I want kids. What I want is an activity and it can be so small. It's stupid. And I, I remember hearing mom say, I just want you all to be happy. And I'm like, that's so stupid. And now I'm like, Oh yeah, no, you do. That's all you actually want. Mm. Um, but that's because <laughs> gifts are not my love language. If they were, I'd be like, where is my diamond bracelet? You know, it's just not, it's not me and everyone's different and that's okay. But if you kind of go back to your own childhood of like, what were gifts? What did they mean? Was mm. there, because some of this is an extension of money, right? Um, some of it is an extension of, you know, having more or less than your friends or feeling like you got the shaft or we have a some family family lore around gray jeans in our family. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Not yep. my family, but Adam's family. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, and so when anyone gets a thing they didn't want, but they asked for something else, we're like, well, sorry, you got a pair of gray jeans. <laughs> gray jeans. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. So yeah. gray jeans instead of the black ones that I asked for, you know? Mm. Um, and sometimes, you know, like, are you going to get socks in your stocking? Like you, you can have your baggage around this stuff too, that comes to the table. So let me ask you too, just generally, when you think about, getting gifts or giving gifts as a kid, what was modeled to you? What did you do? Oh, geez. I mean, you guys want to share as a kid, it was like magical because you'd go downstairs and there were suddenly things that were there that weren't there before. You didn't know what they were going to be. It didn't really matter what they were. It was just this, you know, it was like you were Indiana Jones uncovering secrets. That's totally. Oh my God. Atari 2600. Yeah. And it was great. I've only talked about this every day since September. Yay. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, there was a lot of that. Um, but also, um, I had a really hard time knowing what, like, we, I think we assigned stuff when we were kids to each other or something, or mom did. So I, yeah. I remember one, one year I had Matt, and I was like, I don't know what to get Matt. He barely knows English. I don't know anything about what he really likes to do. I know he likes electronics. Okay, I'm going to, I'm going to, um, uh, Radio, Radio Shack, Shack, and I bought an LED light at Radio Shack and gave it to him for Christmas. <laughs> and he still just cheeses me about that all the time, rightly so, because it's such a dumb, stupid gift. It's a Bag little of like resistors. Your, yeah, I hear you like electronics. <laughs> yeah, yeah, kind of like that. I've always struggled with that. It's hard for me. Where I don't struggle is like the sentimental one. If I can find that, I'm a great gift giver. If I can find it, yeah, like I can yeah. if, uh, if find that thing. But if it's like, oh, do they need a can we get a George Foreman grill at midnight on Christmas Eve? Like, <laughs> well, you've got the you've got the advantage of being a very talented artist. So the sentimental gifts can come yeah. very easily to you by something you create rather than something that you buy and assign to a, the knowledge of some person. That's a good point. And and so 
like in cases of people I'm closest to, that is kind of toward the toward the latter part of our relationship or when we're in the thick of that, if it's a birthday or Christmas gift, that is often what I'll do. It'll be a thing that took me a bunch of time and I had to really think yeah, about it right. and it had to match up with yeah, something they were really interested in. And and I do like doing and that. Hours of your time. I mean yes. that's a that's a lot. But if you, you want me to do the I've shown this on the show, but Oh, do you have talking. it do you have it handy? Oh uh so so but the idea of me doing um something where I have to do a lot of shopping or I got to get real commercial about things or get super, you know, capitalistic about the holidays. I'm terrible at that stuff. Horrible. Cause it all seems overpriced. It all seems like I'm, it doesn't really come from anywhere except my pocketbook. Like it just doesn't feel like uh, Oh, you framed it. No way. I did. Of course. Oh, uh, look at this. I had to take it off the wall. When you can't uh, see it. Printer but- room. But this is uh let's see if I can hold this up to where it's not getting, uh, bright light and you can see the porn on my computer screen but, um, <laughs> this is so yeah. it's a picture of brian playing his te- his um uh what's wrong with me tempest tempest jeez tempest yes yeah with a funny hat and uh you'd know him from behind if you saw that you go oh, that's brian because yeah. of that hat it's yeah, many I mean, of the it's, hat. you know i wear my watch on my right uh, <laughs> wrist and it's an apple watch but yeah. other than that other than that it's pretty accurate <laughs> but yeah i drew that for his birthday and it was i'll tell you the process i went through i was like anything brian and i ever really need from like a nerd perspective we usually get and we just get mm-hmm. it if we yeah, can we, yeah. we buy it for ourselves yeah, yeah. so yeah. i'd have to find something really unique i'm like is there really truly anything that unique and i'm like the unique thing is to Let's make something cool. He did the same for me last Christmas for a for a, a 3D print of Batman, which is amazing. And I love mm-hmm. it. So it's like, I like that that stage of friendship slash relationships, family, whatever. I like that one because then, I don't know, there's meaning in all that. Well, but where, yeah, I, where I always feel like there's no are. meaning is when I go to the store and go, well, that looks okay. How much is that one? Okay, should we get it on sale? I don't know. Do you have a coupon? Like, I hate all that stuff so bad. Well, so you're describing this, the obligatory part of this. this yes. Social norm or feeling of like I'm supposed to do a thing. Yes. Not, I want to do this thing. Well, in this yeah. in this case this year, Scott, the package that you're going to be receiving tomorrow is something that I did buy, but I knew <laughs> that this was something that I said. Oh my God, I'm getting one of these for Scott because he'll absolutely kind of like the dream the dream translation cards i got you a couple years ago because you're always talking about what i had this dream about charles corralt eating a uh croissant on my back porch what does it mean but see this is what you're good at and i think i'm terrible at and i think other kim's really good at this too you've got an eye for like oh that's a thing that will be perfect i have i'm so bad at that i see stuff and i just go (laughs) i don't know it's like stuff to me who wants that? I don't know. Like, I, right. I don't know. Well, I, I, uh, in some cases, that is the case, right? It's like, uh, you know, do I just want to get him stuff or do I want to get him something that's meaningful and has yeah. a connection? I think part of it is. So I, know, I just. Yeah, go oh, ahead. Sorry. I was just going to say, I feel like uh, we I feel like we are directed <laughs> by the culture a little bit. Mm-hmm. And yeah, of course. that part bugs me. And I always fight against it a little bit. It bugs that's me. That's why I'm, we don't. Yeah. That's why Tina and I don't like Valentine's Day. and We don't celebrate it because. It is purely directed by the culture and even down to, oh, it's got to be a bouquet of roses or some chocolates or something like that. And and you guys do it really well, Scott and Kim, with the post-it notes and the things like that. I think that is, if we were to celebrate Valentine's Day, that would be the way we do it. Yeah. But this thing of like, I work in an office and there's always this competition of who gets the biggest bouquet of roses and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. No, I'd rather get Tina something on April 14th. Yeah. 
and and no, go out that night and not have the place. No, just some random day, and I just get her something. <laughs> yeah, like, and go out that day and have a restaurant not full, chock full of people trying yes, to do the day. It's taking advantage. Oh, we have a special chocolate fondue for uh, eighty five dollars. That's uh, yeah. Screw that. That's gross. Um, okay, so Scott, I, Scott, I just sent you a, I just sent you a, a picture. Okay, of what Peter gave me for my birthday. Oh, I'm gonna love this, aren't I? Please tell me it's a vacuum. Oh my gosh! Uh, this is <laughs> why I, I love I Peter. You, I love. Listen, this. I know, I know, this is about uh, shopping or gift giving for a second, but can I just talk about my weird child for one minute? Yeah, I do it. Sure. He he says to me the other day, Mom, I lost a tooth like two weeks ago. And the tooth fairy has not come. <laughs> and I was like, oh, dude, you got to like tell someone. So we, okay. And so the, uh, I go like to put him to bed and he has a small vacuum cleaner behind his pillow. Uh-huh. And I go, what are you doing? He's yeah. like, I have the best idea. <laughs> and I want the tooth fairy to come and know that you could use a vacuum to pick up teeth. It would save her so much time. And so I'm just, he slept on a vacuum cleaner for like two dust, weeks. Like a little dust buster? Yeah, like a small one. Like a little, yeah. yeah not, it's bigger than that, but like annoyingly sized. And oh and God. then I was like, oh, dude, how are you going to convey that to her? He's like, I think she'll just know. I'm like, okay, she won't. Um <laughs> That's anyway, adorable. He, uh, so this is what he gave me for my birthday. Wait, let me it's, put this up he here. Took so apart broken Xbox controller. <laughs> Brian, I'll put this in your in here as well. Oh, is it is it one of those uh, schematics like the blueprint schematic? Uh, sort of. Prints? It's like uh, it's even better than that because it's the actual parts laid out. Oh, oh, it's yeah. Not he wrote, the, "I love you" schematic. with the parts of. <laughs> he wrote, "I love you." I gotta rotate it. How do I rotate it? Uh, which is very cute and then here's my final peter story we we go around the table at at christmas at everyone's birthday and just say three things we really love about that person or we appreciate and we go in in order so you have to go deep (laughs) the reason if you do one everyone's like you're great by the third you're like i really like how you enunciate (laughs) this word you know like it makes them go deep it's pretty so peter it, it gets to his turn and he you can see he has that I'm in a different world face on. And I go, all right, bud, what, what nice thing do you want to say about me? And he goes, okay, it's kind of off topic, but <laughs> let me just run it by you guys. So I'm like, okay. And he's like, all right. So I think I have an idea how to design a jail cell that makes it impossible to kill yourself. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, how that about Epstein thing, mom? Epstein thing really got You're to him, great. Apparently. Yeah, I was gonna say that. that <laughs> exactly. Epstein, yeah. I don't. Did he don't know about? He didn't know. He didn't know about. Birthday. He didn't know about Jeffrey Epstein hanging himself in jail. Did no, okay. of course not. All right, all right. <laughs> no, he's just genuinely like trying to redesign the world all the time, and that. I, yeah. But you know, during my birthday month. Is this is the child? I'm. It's Scott. I'm raising Scott. Everyone, have yeah. you mentioned this? You kind of are. Yeah. You are raising. You are raising a version of me. Every time you tell me something about Peter, it's like a flashback. It's yeah. Crazy. I'm like, where's your hat? I don't know. The Where only difference between me and that kid, I had a hernia when I was uh, a baby. He had his guts on the outside when he was a baby. That's the only difference. <laughs> yeah, a little package of hot dogs. Yeah, little package of hot. I'm dogs. not sure you ever had to go outside in seven degree weather because you cannot find your hat or gloves or coat for the life of you. Oh, geez. Yeah, seven degrees. Jeez. Yeah, it was seven degrees this morning. <laughs> that's too cold. I'm, I'm just going to put that out there. It's too cold. It was so cold. Yeah. It's so cold. Okay. All right. Going back to the topic. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. Very distractible today. Um, So something about gifts, though. I wanted to ask. Okay. So you've got your own, like, there's the magic of Christmas, right? Or there's the 
you've got birthday gifts, but there's a lot of us out here who have, <laughs> have a little trauma around gift giving or receiving, sure. right? Either someone really didn't like the gift you gave them or, you know, your friends all seem to get things you never got, you know, it can be whatever it might be. Um, and I have had to, and so I'm going to reveal a little bit of my gift receiving problem. Mm. And that is, I rarely want stuff. Like I'm not a big, like, you know what? I can't wait to get, mm. I just, it's not, it doesn't drive me very much. So when I do want something, yeah. I say it and people hear it and don't get me the, <laughs> the one thing. I said about they don't write it down no. when they're supposed to. They don't to, so they listen. Can, yeah. 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 And then I get whatever ideas they came up with. And then, you know, so what happens the reverse? And this is how you can usually find your gift giving trauma it, or your, your gift trauma is what do you do? So what I do is whatever my kids ask for, they can say stupid. They're not even asking for things. They mention things. I am on the hunt to try to not miss what they might be wanting because... You know, and so if someone, you know, Adam will give me like, okay, these are five things that might be interesting. I will get all five. And he's right. like, what are you doing? I'm like, <laughs> you said them out loud. I know. You're and so, so you're so good at that. Really so much better at than me. Yeah, yeah, I'm terrible at it. And can, so, can so then you go, okay, but that's your thing. And then you go and raise a family or have friends and you do your gift giving response. I mean, so really for anyone out here there, I, I want you to try this. Find your gift giving problem. Okay, you both just said I'm terrible at this. Okay, mm -hmm. what are you terrible at? Find I'm your writing, problem. What's your problem? Listening, listening during the year, hearing <laughs> Tina say at multiple times, you know what I'd really like is one of these. <laughs> Keep that in mind for Christmas. <laughs> and uh, okay. I'm like, oh, I will totally remember that. Yeah. And I never, like, I should just, why don't I have a note on my phone that I just type in? Yeah gift idea for tina and and it feels it like it's there. like i, I kind of want to say like the movie phone guy in seinfeld why don't you just get the gift you want to get exactly. for yourself you know like i don't exactly. know exactly yes. which is kind of gotcha. happens right. once in a while kim kim will be like she'll show up and go hey i got a thing for my birthday i'm like well you can't do that i'm supposed to do it just pretend that i told you and you remembered and then you got it <laughs> so yeah yeah so you mean that your wives have worked around you is what's happening oh yeah here. okay yeah um, okay. So, so let's take Brian. We're going to take your example. Um, okay. so she says the thing. Yep. So I have a sneaky suspicion that when Christmas rolls around, Tina has listened to you throughout the year and then she's yeah. given you something. Okay. Oh, 100%. So you, yes. Right. Okay. So one person's doing all the emotional labor of gift giving. <laughs> the other one <laughs> is failing miserably. Okay. So <laughs> then you stop and you go, all right, what is the price for this? Is there a price? I mean, she still likes you, obviously, but like. Sure. But here's the best part is you have yeah. the element of surprise. <laughs> you have, you have that. Okay. So going back to this idea of the moment of opening a gift where you are seen, love is shared, of jokish, like whatever it is. And it just is that delight, right? Uh -huh. That is the, the thing every one of us really would like to feel and like to give someone else to feel. Right. You have a secret weapon here. You can act stupid all year. But if you just pulled out your phone, if you heard of Apple Notes, it's a little yellow notepad. You yeah. just write it down immediately, and it just says gift ideas. You can find probably, it again. Probably right there on my homepage. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. Just yeah. have it right there. And then when the time comes for a gift to be given. And really, Brian, you brought up a really good point. Actually, a random Tuesday is the best time to give a gift. 
Christmas is obvious, right? Birthdays, Valentine's. That's all obvious. On a random day, if you really want to capture that delight, that's the best way to do it. So Mm -hmm. write it down, get her the gift, give it to her on a random Tuesday. And then you get the joy, she gets the joy. And it's not that you, you know, yours is some really deep (laughs) problematic behavior. It's very common. But, you know, can we switch it up a little so we're actually going for the thing we want? So maybe... If you're feeling really like the drudgery of this, think to, in terms of more sort of um, gifts that are meaningful. Maybe it's you write something. Maybe it's that you know someone who loves TikTok and you make a stupid TikTok video <laughs> for them. You know, just like find a and oh, really I don't what know it is. Anybody what, like that? Yeah, I know. Well, what it does is it just gives you that person like you see me, you care about me. But we all have that fear of like, oh, no, someone's giving me something. And then how do they even know me? But you have to take some risks here. So figure out what your problem is. So in my case, my problem is I'm only going to say it once. And so I've had to learn to say, I'm not kidding. This is the thing I want. And then Adam has now gone and just gotten the thing that I've said. <laughs> yeah. He has figured out. He's figured it out. Um, yeah. Because you're, One you're... Christmas of major disappointment has really helped with, you know, that trauma for him. Right? You're easy in that um, regard. It's like Wendy says a thing. That's what she, she doesn't want anything else all year. Suddenly there's one thing. I'll get that thing. That's simple. I like yeah, that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Easy, easy peasy. And, and, and then, you know, I can't get him the gray jeans. So I get the five things he says. Right. So mm-hmm. you can see our stuff showing up in our relationship of gift giving. And that is what's happening between you and every person you feel obligated to give a gift to. Mm-hmm. Um, we all just have our own stuff we bring to it and you can get creative and think about it. And, you know, just, I don't know, or do nothing. The other thing you could do is my gift to you is to not give you a gift. <laughs> <laughs> my gift is to be saying this Christmas. I don't know. Get creative. Yeah. People are, Everyone's in the same boat. I mean, that's the reality, and you know, depending on culture, right? But right. for the most part, everyone's in the same boat. Um, and you know what you could say to people is like, you know what? I just want to go to lunch with you once this year. That's what I want. Mm-hmm. I want a coupon. Can I get a coupon yeah. for a there lunch? You go. Just to redeem people at any that. time. Let's go get lunch. Yeah. Yeah. And that. just ask. I mean, half the battle is the guess part, and that's a very mm-hmm. it's a very built in piece of this of like. Yeah. I'm going to guess it. And then you're going to, it's going to be wonderful. Yeah. But this, the research, by the way, doesn't back that up. Right. doesn't back that yeah. up. People love the thing they wanted more than you thinking they're going to like a surprise. Right. Um, totally. Right. And, if, you know, that, and, and I'd much rather have somebody say, oh, you know, I, I don't know you super well. What kinds of things are you into? Or what kinds of things do you want? I want to get yeah. you a present. But if, you know, Tina were to say, so what kinds of things do you like? I want to get you something, Brian. Then I'd be a little bit more upset about it. But if it's You're somebody like, that uh, outside of the outside of the inner circle, then yeah, totally. Yeah. totally yeah. Fine with that. That's a, okay, that's so a, I'm going to give you two a challenge. Okay. Do you have your wife's gifts for Christmas? Um, I do. I sort of do. There's some there's some questions about whether the thing I'm doing is going to happen in time. So I'm I have it. I'm working on a backup plan. So okay. I will I will right. know by the end of today what I am doing for sure because that other thing is either going to be late or not. So really quick, do do your do your wives prefer actual gifts or experiences more? Oh, good question. Um, Tina prefers experiences, but the thing I'm getting her this year is an actual gift because it's something that I know she wants. In Kim's case, I think it's probably Ace's kind of 50-50. She'd go either way. Yeah. You should check on that. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I know she, I know that she likes 
thoughtful things, and I know she likes thoughtful yeah. experiences. I think I, I really think she'd be happy either way. She yeah. always Ireland is. was a Ireland was a, a 50th birthday gift for Tina. That easily that's the best awesome. gift I've ever gotten her. <laughs> yeah, that's a big one. <laughs> the gift of the gift of fear being in a passenger a passenger in a car that I'm driving Ooh. on the wrong side of the road. That uh, is something. That's yeah. love, Brian. That is that love. Is that true, is. true, pure love. Fear is the gift that just keeps on being. Yep. <laughs> so this is just the final visual I want everyone to have of what not to do because you know you know we're we're like oh what do I do how should I this is the just. Just don't do this and you'll you'll be all right. So do you remember the scene in The Simpsons where where Homer gives Marge a bowling ball with his name on it? Yeah. Yeah. yeah well, I remember that. This came up this just came up during Trivia Tuesday night. We were just talking about this. Uh, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And she's like, Why would I want this? I've never bowled in my life. He's like, Well, I know someone who might enjoy it. Yeah. So just don't do that. Don't give someone a gift you want. And that's actually kind of what the, the whole challenge of gift giving is, is we're just trying to make somebody happy or we're trying to meet an obligation. Like it's really that fo- focalism, right? Which it's, it's our experience of this mm-hmm. and our experiences of them experiencing it. We, we're a little blinded to what it might be from their end. And so we go with what we do or what we need. So it's just about, you know, maybe figuring out a different angle to look at it. Um, checking if the person likes experiences more than, an actual item, you know, listening over the year <laughs> to find out what is interesting to them. And then really, you know, maybe realize you have some of your own baggage that comes into play and that you can, you can kind of deal with that a little bit. Oh yeah. It's helpful to yeah, smooth sure. over things. If you find that every single gift giving option option, there is a problem. Okay. Well, there's a problem. Yeah. What if you never <laughs> you know. want, what if you never want another gift ever again? I know people are going to keep giving them to me, but what I'm saying is I don't, I would be okay if me too. I got nothing at Christmas. I'd be fine. Why is that? I, that's fascinating because I, I feel know. that exact way. Like, Ooh, just, I don't need anything. Yeah, don't I mean, do I, it. I, See, I, I would say that, but I want something to open while everybody else is opening their stuff. <laughs> Cause I would say, Oh, don't seriously, don't, you don't need to get me anything. And then you're like, and, <laughs> and then it's like, I'm just sitting there like, Oh, that's really nice. Oh, look at that. That's really cool. It's not that I want those things. I just want something to do while they're opening their. Yeah. Presents. I think I have an excuse yeah. the last couple of years because, because Van's all over the place and I'm, I can be happily oh, distracted by to, him. And, you either get to help him open his presents or assemble the things that he got. Yeah. While everybody mm-hmm. Else is opening, yeah, presents. which is great. I'm happy to be that guy. That's my gift. I don't need anything, so I, I don't know why I feel that way more and more. But it, that he's the reason it's easy to, to avoid now for me. But, um, yeah, I just I just find it. I don't know why I feel that way, or or why Wendy feels that way. I just don't. I don't want to be. Mm-hmm. I don't like being the center of attention. It's a weird thing to say for somebody who records so yeah, much audio and puts it out in the world. But I don't like being the center of attention. And so, f- for whatever reason, when a gift time happens, especially at our house growing up, Wendy would be in charge of passing them out for some reason. I don't yes, know why you I've were I've always been Santa my whole life. Yep. You were the banker when we played And I Monopoly. still am. I still, I'm still like, I don't want to, I, I, I will end up with a pile because I don't want to open them. No. Yep. <laughs> but even like when she's like six, five or six Ryan, years old. I will send them to you. <laughs> five or six years old, there's Wendy over by the tree handing out gifts. And then we had to do them one at a time. There was no everybody at once. It was yeah. always like, now let's watch mom take her long time to try to preserve the paper and use it again for some reason. And she'll do her thing. And then, oh, here's one of the Koreans just ripping it apart. What are they getting? And I mean, we didn't call him one of the Koreans. It was like my sister, Misha, whatever. 
But the point is, <laughs> one of the Koreans. But that was the rule. There was never any like, uh, let's all go at once. And I think I didn't like that focus. That always yeah. bugged me. Mm-hmm. So because it really was okay. I don't know this for sure, but as a parent, you you put work into it. You want your kid to be happy. Like you, it starts really strongly there, right? So I'm going to watch you to make sure you appreciate it. And then when you get your gray jeans <laughs> or you get your socks, you are not excited about. I mean, right then we already know what the pressure is. The pressure is to be like, yay. <laughs> and yeah, no, I don't love that either. Yeah. So we were traumatized. I don't know what it means or if it's, I don't know if it means it's bad or good or I don't have any, you know, I don't know how to, to interpret why we don't like it, but I just don't. But I do like giving and I'm terrible at understanding what's best for people until I, until I really, really know them. But even in Kim's case, yeah. I struggle because she likes a ton of things. And then I, I feel like choice paralysis. It's like, oh, well, mm-hmm. there's the, she likes that kind of jewelry stuff, and she's super into that thing over there at Sephora. She's always stopping in and picking up. Maybe I could do one of those this year. Or then, hey, maybe a trip somewhere. Or, you know, like I know she wants all of those things, and I get I get paralyzed with choice a little bit with you her. Like freeze. Yeah. yeah. Too much. Analysis paralysis. Much yeah. Yeah. I don't love that. But anyway, paradox of choice. There you have it. Using all our little yeah, all these all these idioms. These are amazing. That was a book you made me read in week seven of uh, Therapy Thursday. (laughs) That's right. By the way, we're coming up on twelve years, people. What? Holy cow! How is that possible? You were in your thirties when we started the show. Uh, I was in young thirty. Yeah, you were young thirty. I was a mid thirty. What were you in twenty eleven? What were you in twenty eleven? You were twenty or sorry, thirty? What two? Something like that. Yeah. I was, That's what was baby. I, 41? No, you may have been 20. Oh, my gosh. I, <laughs> I wasn't 32. <laughs> I don't want to think about it. It's all crazy. <laughs> no, you must have been, because if I was 41, you would have been. I'm seven years younger seven, than seven years, Yeah, six, seven years younger than me. That was six, no? <laughs> you know how what the gift you? I need? I need a calendar that shows how different all our ages are, apparently. That's what I need. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, do you excellent. think your audience likes it when we just talk like this? Yeah, I think they love it and they <laughs> can't wait for more. The, the thing that happened at that Yeah, talked about how Scott burps at Thanksgiving dinner. Come on, that's a great story. It's a great tradition. It is a great story. It's a grand tradition. All right, Wendy, we hope you have a great week. Do you have anything going on that you want to promote or anything? Or all good? Soon in the new year, but right now, just everyone good to each other. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. That's my that's my wish for everyone at the end of 2020. I think it's a really good wish. I do too. Take yeah. apart a 360 controller and make the words "I love you" and mount it on wood. That's what I think yeah. you all should yeah. do. Be like Aww. Peter. Be like Aww. Peter. Be, oh, but also don't. <laughs> but also maybe don't be like Peter. <laughs> we need the world to function, but uh, we need yeah. Peters too. So you know, make we room, do. leave room for the Peters of the world. All make right, room. Wendy, have that's a fantastic right. week. We will see you. Uh, uh, there may not be a show next week, but we're, we'll figure it out and I'll let you know. Bye now. Okay. All right. <laughs> All right. There you go. Yeah. Well, I didn't expect to. I didn't expect that to. I got in my own head on gift stuff again. I don't know why I suck at it so bad or why I hate it. I just don't, yeah, I don't like think, it. Well, I don't. You don't suck at it with the stuff that you know the 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 personal stuff that you do, like the the drawing you did of me. The Pokemon thing you did to me a couple of years ago. Uh, Don't you wish this you know. all it was? Like this, if this was all gift giving was, is everybody was mandatorily required to make something cool, regardless of their yes. skill set. I think that would be a happier world. For sure. 
Yeah, it I would like be that. the utopia that Star Trek promises because that, it would be there would be no financial trade. That's right. Stuff going Except on. the eugenics wars, which we'd have to go through. But other than that, <laughs> that's right. Um, oh, and that damn Kobayashi Maru. Oh, oh. I can't get through that again. Uh, and again, I have to do that thing. Oh, oh rest in peace, Kirstie Alley. You failed it twice. Uh, all right, let's move on and get out of here. A uh, couple of quick notes. I mentioned this yesterday. I'll say it again tonight. During the Game Awards, there'll be a co-stream by me and the core fellas uh, at the same time that thing starts. I believe it's at 5.30 p.m. Mountain. I'm not positive on the time start, but we'll be there for it and doing a co-stream at frogpants.tv or twitch.tv slash frogpants, however you get there. And then Friday, we'll be doing a proper show about it. Um, uh, normally we do those on Thursdays. We also have Film Sack this weekend. We are watching, what is it? Europa, Europa Report. Report. That's right. Please uh, have the Europa Report on my desk by 9 a.m. Saturday morning. That's right, Costanza. Can't stand you. Um, <laughs> anyway, yeah, that'll be, we're doing that this weekend. That'll be a whole lot of fun. And uh, I know there's other stuff, but I can't think of any of it. I know you got Coverville today, I mean, 1 p.m. Well, people people won't hear the Europa Report for a couple weeks. Cause this oh, week shit. Watch right, yeah. right. I we mean, have, this week yeah. we're watching a, uh, an episode of uh, Doctor Who called Last Christmas. That's oh, right. Yeah. I forgot. Yeah. I mean, I didn't forget. Yeah. I knew it entirely. Doctor Who, yeah. Last Christmas. Uh, that's this weekend. And then Europa Report the week after that. We have to shuffle things. It's family time, you know? You that's got right. Things. Exactly. Holidays and all that stuff. Uh, don't forget Coverville today at 1. Coverville. Uh, That's right. Twitch. Coverville, TV Coverville actually. Yeah. Coverville actually today yeah. at 1 p.m. Uh, and I think that's everything for now. Uh, I do want to thank everybody for joining us on our Patreon this time of year. It means a lot. I know some people are a little bit tight around the holidays. We totally get it. If you have to, you know, drop your thing a little bit. And some of you have had to kind of like put it on pause. We get it. We get it. But if any of you out there are feeling like, man, my pockets are heavy with all this extra change. We can make up for those people and bump up your pledges over at patreon.com slash TMS. Hey, Brian, let's get out of here. You have uh, you got some kind of deal going here with music? What do you got here? I do. Remember when I said we had something special for Amy at the end of the show? Well, it's now the end of the show, and we have something special for Amy. She wrote in and said, hello, my beloved internet big brothers. Aww. Aww. On December 8th this year, I turned 46, and on December 9th, my son turns 18. I'm so proud of the person he's grown into, and in honor of our consecutive birthdays, I'd love to hear a cool cover of Jim Croce's Time in a Bottle. Is it too early to get a fish sandwich and then eat rice? Never. Uh, well, maybe the rice. Let's see. I've got um, too early. Okay. I can no. Let's test the ship. I no, don't no. like. Stop, ship. Hey. Uh-oh. There it is. Hey, too hard to get a fish sandwich. Okay, and then what was the other one? Uh, uh, you can eat rice. You can eat rice. I can do that. I can eat rice. Hold on. <laughs> I do not have that one handy. Hold on. I'll do it. I'll, I'll do a quick search. Okay, here you go. Then you can eat rice. All right, there you well go. Well done. Enjoy. It was worth it. It's worth every extra minute it, it, it took to find it. longer every time. Yeah. Uh, all right, she says, love you guys. Signed, Amy. Uh, all right, I'm about to play for you, or Scott technically is about to play for you, my favorite version of the song Time in a Bottle. This thing is so cool and takes takes the original in such an amazing direction. Um, it's uh, the version by Leaky Lee. Uh, I think that's how you pronounce her name. This is a single that she released in 2018 uh, covering Jim Croce's Time in a Bottle. Here is who I'm pronouncing, Leaky Lee. <laughs> I love it. Uh, we will be back uh, when? We'll be back Monday. And uh, we'll be back Monday. we, we yeah. got shows every day with a, the exception. Let's run a couch. Then we're going to watch some uh, She Hulk with you on the couch. Oh, that's right. We're doing that Friday. Oh, I forgot. Yeah, yeah. we're doing that Friday. So that is a thing that's happening between tomorrow. now and the weekend. Yes. Yeah, tomorrow. Uh, yeah. 3 p.m., we're doing another couch party, continuing our Ms. Marvel watch. 
Uh, also, a quick note to patrons. I put up a note on Patreon, but we are going to start removing older ones because my storage cap is getting hit. So uh, right. King, the one about Kingpin, get it today because it's going away. That's right. Hey, yeah. look behind me. It's my son. Oh, look. What? Hold on. Look. A wild Tristan appears. A wild Tristan has appeared. That's right. In his beard. <laughs> just young. just about to end the show. So, uh, so get the F out. Just kidding. <laughs> he can do whatever he wants. He can do whatever he wants. All right. That's it. Uh, thank you all very much. We will be back Monday. We'll see you then. show is part of the frog pants network frog pants network get more shows like this at frogpants.com oh